this how we do it this friday night it's alright <sighs> yeah 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 all right okay hi as hey kate what's up ah nothing what you what you been doing since i last saw you uh what have i been doing um so i haven't seen you since the weekend happened right I haven't seen you since last time we recorded, so last oh, Wednesday. Shit, yeah. all right. So that brings us full circle. Um, I worked the weekend. It was freaking busy as fuck. Um, that was fine. And then I spent all of Monday just hibernating. I feel like I'd been too social the week before, and I'm a person who needs to, like, go back underground and... Reset. Yeah, just let it all kind of, like, sink in for better or worse before I go out into the world again. So I did that, and then, yeah. Tuesday I worked and here we are. What about you? Um, same work. It was busy. Ugh. And yeah, video games. There's a third video game now that this is what you're always gonna say, isn't I, it? I mean, it's just there's a lot of good stuff to play right now. Yeah. And it's been what I've been doing with my free time. <laughs> no reality. I mean, no, I've been watching that too. I've been watching that too. I've been keeping up with the things that are not homework. the Kardashians. Our homework. Yeah. <laughs> Other not, things. But uh yeah, same games, Mass Effect, Horizon Zero Dawn, and now maybe Destiny because they released released a new patch and just got I got a lot going on. Got a really busy lady. <laughs> patch, what's patch? Like when they update the game, um, this patch it brings back like old raids that were kind of out of date, and it brings them like more up to speed to like the levels where people are at now. Um, no, oh, got it. So it's like nostalgic for some people and. I always like a yeah. throwback or like a crossover. <laughs> do games ever do that? You know, I like a good crossover episode uh, or something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or no, maybe no. No, Yasmin, you're ridiculous. All right, that's maybe a dumb idea. My let's, God. Let's get to our topic, huh? What yeah. do you say? Yeah. We're talking about riveting things now, but I think we can do better. Yeah. Let's do it. You want me to say it? Yeah, dude. Okay, I'll say it. You have the freaking notes, I, right? I am the one with the notes. So today... It's all about the hustle. It's all about the grind. It's all about the glorification of workaholism, workaholicism, alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So on this most recent episode of Vanderpump Rules, at least, I did see – this isn't any spoiler for anyone who hasn't watched it. Um, but Stasi and Ariana were talking, and Stassi, they were hammered. It was at um, – They were. They were a shit face because it was at a – Tom and Katie's wedding. Um, but Saucy goes up to Ariana and she's like, why do you hate me? And um, Ariana just starts like bawling because she's hammered and stressed about shit. Mm-hmm. But in her they drink fireball. Yeah. And in her reply, she's just like, I'm just I'm doing the best I can with new friends right now. I just don't have time. I'm trying to make something of myself with this cocktail book. And she just starts bawling about it. She's like, I don't want to just be a bartender. And Saucy's like, holy shit. Like. Calm down. This is cool. And I'm like, see, even even Ariana here on Vanderpump Rules feels the pressure of the hustle. Even this beacon of uh, productivity, Ariana. Um, <laughs> well, I the, do I, feel like she's she's um, an introvert. Yeah. I think she like is an introvert because she's a hot blonde. People don't really realize that, so they just think she's a bitch. I actually think she's an awkward and, and uh, socially mm-hmm. awkward, uncomfortable introvert. Um, but yeah, the, ho- <laughs> the hustle is more important than that. <laughs> No, yeah, and on top of that, I mean, I know we touched on, uh, for instance, 
in Atlanta, it's this competition of who's doing the most work. Oh, I mean, not just Atlanta. <laughs> the New York women, too. It's like, I know that these ladies sit around eating bonbons, but I have a job. And then we have Phaedra, who's like, I have jobs. Like, yeah, to plural. the point where they're doing ridiculous shit, though. Like, I Phaedra's mean, this got this donkey booty mortician and then we've got like Sonia trying to sell toaster ovens like and a Nigerian what? soccer team did she say a Nigerian soccer team I feel like she did who Sonia I felt like I feel like she said that she managed a Nigerian soccer team shut straight up straight the fuck up and her life what was it <laughs> again she plays soccer so much an international lifestyle brand lifestyle brand Sonia Morgan mm-hmm. Esquire I don't know and she's also on Latina Magazine. I mean, many things are going on for Sonia Morgan. But yeah, the the whole pressure to like just be doing all the things, all the things first, all the things the bestest, the most importantest things. Mm-hmm. And com- more than anyone else. Oh, yeah. Very important. Except for Carol Razowell. I mean, she is just, <laughs> you know, she's just like the big skinny hope, right? She just, her tagline is like, all work and no play makes me not happy or something like that. Yeah. It's more clever. I mean, she's sitting here like with like a book deadline that keeps being pushed back because not that she's busy, she's just not fucking doing work. No, she's dating a 30-year-old and she's just chilling out, fucking riding the front of his bike and watching him throw arugula in the air, whatever it is that this idiot does. But I mean, I'm all for it. Her leopard print couch she's just hanging out lounging there writing a fake book she's owning book. it yeah she's not making her <laughs> deadlines on a book she's being paid for and she's like starting a synopsis on a book with her boyfriend about vegan cooking got it love you carol like we are soulmates <laughs> like, <laughs> don't gotta work don't have to work also another example just to keep it relevant lisa vanderpump and uh what's her son's name oh her son max, max with the music this whole thing of like He's got an interest. Let's encourage him and push him to pursue it. And it's like he really doesn't seem like. Which looks more like let's force him to go to some weird school in like West Hollywood to like. He just wants to strum on a guitar and she like drags him to like the school. And like that. It. I don't know. It's like a full boarding thing. This obviously didn't work out. He works at Sir now. I think he's like not an overachiever and she just needs to understand Pandora may want to, like, run a company. Max does not. It's not his personality. And she just wants him to hustle, you know? Like, she just really wants him to hustle. Some people have the hustle gene and some don't. Um, <laughs> sorry, I hate myself. But, uh, yeah, she needs to, I don't know. I feel like at a certain point, this whole thing with whatever interest you have, trying to, like, make it into, like, some dream business or career. Mm-hmm. When does it stop? I mean... It doesn't have to be every little idea that comes to your brain. But it is like that. I mean, it's like that since you're a little kid. I just, I mean, I feel like everything you say, people like sort of hover around and like, what does it mean, right? Oh, yeah. Well, like, for instance, if you're like two years old, you pick up a baseball bat and someone's like, oh, that kid's going to be the next whoever famous I knew this was going to happen when you started this uh, example. I'm like, Kate, don't do it. You don't know any baseball players. Neither do I. Don't do this to us now. We're not going to think of one. I'm going to say Sammy Sosa. I'm going to be like, what the fuck? That guy's so old. Like, I don't. Uh, Derek Jeter, right? Okay, there yeah, we go. He's going to be the he's next Derek Jeter. <laughs> I was watching you like, oh, no, not these bitches. It's cool. It's fine. I'm owning it. We need to stay in our lane. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel like. Nothing is safe. Nothing Nothing can be just a hobby that you're just having fun with in, in no. like, this year, this time, whatever, this generation or whatever. No, that I think 
I'm not a person who has a whole lot of this going on inside of me, you know? So I can just say that this is what I, I think and what I, I don't know. I can assess from observation, but obviously it's not like fact. It's just like my feeling that people want to feel like the way they spend their time is is legitimate and they want other people to also feel like they're making good use of their time um, according to like the whole world, not just them, right? Like I think personally that I'm making good use of my time if I'm like in my bed, like with a candle lit, you know, watching reality TV because like that makes me feel calm and I just know I'm going to be more, I don't know, ready for my day. But I, I think not everybody feels that way. I think a lot of people feel guilt about what they do with their hours. Um, and so if they add a monetary element to something they enjoy, it sort of takes the guilt out of it. Like there is a person who would have started this podcast about reality TV because they liked reality TV and they're not, they're, now they can be like, it's my job to watch it. Yeah. That's not why I did this. I just was like, it'd be fun to talk to my friend about stuff that's funny and like maybe share it with other people who like like it too. And I've never recorded things before. And I'm, I'm a curious person. I'm interested in learning new things. I don't think I put a whole lot of pressure on them. And I, yeah. I tend to throw them away as quickly as I lose interest. I don't really feel like I need to bring them to fruition to, I don't know, to, to get to anyone's approval. To accomplish something. Well, that was one of our, like, first rules of this podcast was, like, I don't want it to ever feel like I have to do, like, something a certain way or, like, I have rules like, I have to, like, make sure I cite something or look something up first or, like, structure things a certain way that I don't want to. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted it to all – or like, I feel like we wanted it to just be, like, this thing that was more natural was organic. and fun. Yeah. yeah. Fun first. I mean, it's also about self-knowledge. You know, if I knew that I had to wake up, you know, every day and, like, do – you know, a to-do list of 10 things for this podcast and none of them were really fun and a lot of them were really busy work that it just I was going to lose interest. And like yeah. I have to know that I can like kind of maintain interest and keep learning new things or I don't start something. I, I really just think I know myself well enough to know what I do want to do and what I don't and what I can sustain. So like going into that, um, I had that in mind, but I feel like someone could kind of deep down in their gut know what what drives them away from a certain interest or what ruins it for them, but they yep. just don't listen to that inner voice, you know? We've all done that. Mm-hmm. I know I've done you've that. done that. I've for sure done that. Um, yeah. Where I'm like, I'm just going to make this bigger because it would just please people yeah, if people I Yeah, people are this telling me to, thing. and mm-hmm. it sounds like a good, a good idea. They, they have faith in me because whatever. I mean, I feel like it also has to do a lot with social media the last, like, 10 years or so, like, really – Becoming a thing from, like, Friendster to MySpace to Facebook to now, like, you have it on your phone with you all the time. It's like you're always seeing what everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sure, you want to share, like, that um, perfect vacation picture. Like, look at me not doing anything. But you also want to share the stuff where it's like, I'm never wasting time. I'm always working out. And I'm always just, like, making every minute count. Like, I wake up earlier than you and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like it comes from that. So that's why everyone takes, like, any interest they have and make it seem like they're – they're really doing Going something for, with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I could take something that I enjoy. Like, I like cooking, right? I have no interest in being a chef. I have no interest in making money for it. I have no interest in really becoming any better at it. I like to, like, explore and, like, try things. But I don't I don't have this. I guess what is different is that the idea around it of other people is not important to me. 
Like if somebody thought I've become more of an accomplished chef, like yeah. I, that wouldn't be important to me. Do I want to learn new things? Sure. You know? Um, yeah. And I mean, Instagram and social media in general, they also have this, there are people who take this, even just this medium and they try to generate it into something. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a fun thing to take a few photos here and there and yeah, photo on vacation is fun. You know, something I cook that I'm very proud of is fun. But, like, I'm not, like, a, you know, a 10-block hashtag or anything. Yeah. <laughs> not that there's anything necessarily wrong with that if that's something that you just enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I'm like. Really trying to draw this line of, like, where does it go awry? Because I don't necessarily think everybody who's strident is, like, not balancing things right. No. I don't think that's true of everybody. I mean, I have a, a handful of, like, friends online who, like, have businesses that, are generated through, like, social media, like, Instagram and stuff like that, like, where mm-hmm. they'd be making jewelry or, like, selling, like, makeup that they make or whatever, like, pottery. Um, and I'm not, like, trying to shit on anyone who has, like, this legitimate business, this, like, legitimate interest that they're really pursuing. It's more like this idea of, oh, well, I have this interest. Maybe I should just make it into something. I mean, you don't always have to ruin your interests, by pursuing them. Like mm-hmm. for a while I tried doing wedding photography because I mean I've always been into photography since I was little and you know I was just kind of told to maybe try to pursue it and I mean I did I have a friend I still have a friend who um is a wedding photographer like had me second shoot with her and I did end up liking it but like you said when you start having a to-do list of things to do that you hate <laughs> yeah that's what started happening. It's like I like the act of wedding photography and photographing people while I'm doing it. I like editing the photos. Yeah. I don't like lots of emails. I don't like running my own business. I don't like taxes. I don't like my I don't like doing the um, blogging. I don't like yeah, like social media for it and like being in everyone's face. Like I don't like any other part of it except for just taking the photos and I'm like, "Well, maybe this isn't for me." And I feel like when I broke it to people like, "Hey, I think I'm going to step away from wedding photography, like, you know, my family and maybe even my husband, Michael, are just kind of like, oh, no, don't give up. And I'm like, I don't think I'm giving up. I just I'm realizing, like, I still love photography. I just don't want to make it like I don't want to ruin it anymore. I'm ruining it. I feel Mm -hmm. like I don't I don't enjoy it. That's so important what you said that they would say don't give up when you're actually, I think, just I don't know, like discovering what you really think about it by doing it. And I actually think that is being a doer. You did it. You realized it wasn't for you. I mean, that's kind Um, of my thing is like throwing things at the wall, seeing if they stick. Wedding photography was one of those things. It didn't stick. mm -hmm. It's fine. It's interesting that that maybe, and again, I'm speaking for people that I probably shouldn't be speaking for. These are just my guesses, you know, my gut. But the, the sort of thought and conversation around people wanting to like hustle, just be on their grind is very like, I want to make sure that I am filling these hours of life in a meaningful way. But I think people like maybe you or me who we get curious about something, we want to try it out and don't put pressure on it. We come from the same motivation as that. I don't want to end up doing something because it kind of sort of resembled something I wanted to do and get like kind of lost in the shuffle. You don't want to photograph weddings. You don't want to have a website. You don't want to spend most of your hours in a day sort of uh, just mindlessly editing Mm -hmm. or you you don't want to do that busy work. So you're, you're thinking about these precious hours on earth in your own way too. Yeah. I mean, it all comes down to like 
sure, you have this passion. It's like, well, what if I could do this every day of my life? But it's not that you're just doing that passionate thing. Like for my friends who like make jewelry or mm-hmm. mu- like ceramic mugs, it's like they have a happy medium. We're just kind of like they enjoy the business aspect to it enough to where they still continue doing it. And right. at no point in any of my most loved uh, <laughs> endeavors. I mean, I love like even just like dressing myself and I have definitely been asked like, would you ever want to be a stylist? I'm like, um, I like putting clothes on me. I probably would like putting clothes on my friends or like people. Um, if I had to do that nine hours a day, I think it would take a lot of the fun out of it. Frankly, yeah. I think just because you like doing something, it doesn't mean you want to have to do it a lot. Yeah. And figuring that out and making that distinction is important. Um, I found that the things that like I feel a little less step back, a little more, sorry, step back from are things I'm better at monetizing. You know, like I, I love restaurants. I love food. I mean, but it's not a humongous passion for me. I don't have a lot of myself that depends on that. Like Mm -hmm. I think um, I really love arts and, you know, aesthetics. And it's something that really is dear to me. And I think the idea of like having to do this and produce puts a pressure on it that I would never feel like I could deliver properly. Um, whereas like with something like restaurants, it's, it's someone else has an expertise expertise that I can kind of defer to. Um, it takes a lot of pressure off of me and it makes me able to just be productive. I don't have my heart attached to it too much so I can just produce. I can just show up and do my job. And yeah, I mean, just really produce at my highest level. Whereas, like, I'm a little more uh, temperamental when it comes to things I, I care about deeply. I mean, you know, even doing a podcast with me, I'm not the most productive about doing this because I love fucking talking. You know, I love having discussions. And so you get a little in your head and maybe it's not uh, – this is why I'm not like, let's try to make money out of this right away. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is – I'm going to be a fucking hot mess, you know? <laughs> well, same thing, at least for me, bartending in the last few years, it's like – it's the same. We're like, I'm kind of just on someone else's ride being mm-hmm. in their bar like or being in their restaurant. Um, I have a great respect for what they do. I love the food or drinks that they sell. I love the cocktails or whatever that are on the menu. I do get the chance to like be a little bit creative sometimes when like uh, someone comes in and they want me to make like my favorite whiskey drink. And I'm like, you know what? I fucking will. Totally. Like neither <laughs> um, of us could like sell insurance. You yeah. Know? Like it has to be something that you're kind of – yeah. Yeah. So like I mean – and I like – I mean, I don't always love, so I'm pretty introverted, but like I generally like socializing and helping people out. And like I, you're looking at me like I'm in disagree. It's true. Like, you do. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like a bartender is a good fit for me in my life right now. I mean, I also am in my life trying to teach myself programming and web development. That's not something where I'm yeah. like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm really into it. I've always been into programming and I feel like, since I've tried and failed at so many things, I'm like, maybe this is something that I could do like 10 hours a day or whatever mm-hmm. and not get sick of it and not have it be like this crazy run me down type of thing. So I am teaching myself that. Um, but yeah, have you – I mean, of course you've experienced this where yeah. a certain job isn't as legitimate as other jobs. So oh, people absolutely. just ask you what else you're doing. They assume you're doing something else. I mean, I mean, even the people that I work with, I think, will be like, well, what else do you do? Um, because, I mean, some of them are musicians or um, artists, whatever it is. Um, 
So I do even get that question within my own, like, maybe service community that it's not necessarily, even if they have these other things they're doing, they're not necessarily super monetized or um, I don't want to use the word successful because the measure of that is is up to them and not me. I would just say they're not really bringing the money in. Like, the job that we're doing together is bringing the money in, but yeah. they have this other thing. But they're kind of like, you must have some other thing you're struggling and hustling with. Um, and I, I absolutely don't, you know? Yeah. Um I mean, usually when people ask me that before I started programming, I would just be like a little bit sassy being like, oh, yeah, like I, I, I'm at home. I'm playing video games. I'm riding my bike. I'm, I'm petting my dog. Like, yeah, that's, a, that's what I do. And usually yeah. it deters people. But there are still the few that are like, but wait, you don't have a passion? Remember that lady at the bar? I do. At Ice House when I don't know why we were talking to her, but we were just talking to her. And she we was just like, what's your guys' passion? And we're like. Coming out, hanging out, like having fun, and she's like, "No, like, what makes you alive inside?" And we're like, "Lady, you calm down this, this conversation with you. No, this this brings me to life. This like gets all my juices flowing. Um, yeah, I definitely get asked um, what I do with my with my days. Like, what do you do? And I'm like, I, that question really kind of blows my mind. I've never had problems filling my days, like. Mm-hmm. I always thought, I mean, and I don't think that everyone else has to think this way, but I always thought that, like, my job was sort of um, a necessary um, discipline for life, which to me is very easy to live. Like, I've never had a problem filling my hours yeah. and entertaining myself. I've always been very self-entertained. When I was a kid, I would just lie on the floor and, like, just fucking doodle and drool out of my – I don't know what I did. Like, I'm, I'm still the same person. <laughs> I just understand that I have to pay my own rent and, like, there's not some dad that, you know, is doing this for me. So I got myself a job, a job, and I work it and I get paid and I go home and I live my life. Like, you're asking me how to live life when you ask that. And I'm very sad for you that you need to ask that question. Yeah. What do you do with your days? I mean, that sounds like depressing. What do you mean? What do I do with my days? I feel like having your passion or like whatever be your job is such a special thing and not as common as the world right now seems to put it out to be. I feel like if you have your passion be your job, you are a very lucky person. My brother, for instance, is a great example of this. I know I mentioned him, I think, the last episode we recorded. But I mean, you really got to stop talking about your <laughs> fucking brother, Kate. Ever like, since. Jesus. Obsessed. <laughs> oh, my God. Ever since I can remember, ever since we were little, he's always been obsessed with sports, been obsessed with football, been obsessed with, you know, watching ESPN. And he always would sit. I remember he might be embarrassed. He would sit in front of the TV with it on mute, like a football game, and he would be narrating it like the like the narrator people oh, that's do. Amazing. Um like that's what he wants to do with his life. And he's known that since he was like two fucking years old. Mm-hmm. And he's on that path. Like he currently works for ESPN. He works in production. Like this makes sense. Like he's one of those lucky people who has always known like what he's wanted to do and he yeah. went and got it. And that's great. But like that's not I feel like that's not common. No, it's exceptional. I mean, I don't think that everyone doesn't get to do what they wanted to do, though. I think your brother got to do what he wanted to do, and it also was something that could be monetized. Yes. And those, that's an exception. I, when I was a kid, I just remember one of the happiest moments was me being on my aunt's floor, um, hanging out with her, and we were just, like, giggling and talking and laughing and, like, I was just in this environment with all these people I liked, and I was just kind of like, 
this is what life should be like. <laughs> and now my life fucking is like that. <laughs> I mean, that's not how I make my paycheck, but I make my paycheck just fine. And it doesn't have to be so polar either. I don't yeah. think you should have a job you hate. I really don't. Right. I feel like, like... I couldn't work for the fucking FDA. Like, mm. come on. Like, but me serving people, kind of shooting the shit with other Brooklynites about like food and the, you know, gentrification of the dumb things, you know, that all annoy all of us. It's really kind of a, a fun and, and sweet way to work. And I don't sell anything that I wouldn't buy. And it, it's all fine. Yeah. It's not my deep passion project. And that's okay. Yeah. My deep passion project was people and being around people I enjoy and love. And, like, I get to do that. Yeah. I feel like it's this thing where it's pitted against each other where you're either pursuing your passion and your lifelong dream and your self-realizations or you're working at this dead-end job that you hate and you're just scraping by. It's like, no, man. There's definitely a lot of middle ground to that. My neighborhood is really <laughs> fucking doing it today. A lot of emergencies like, between happening. Between the honking and the – I mean, it's a lot. Also, want to mention, I feel like also from like, at least from my parents, um, they do jobs that like give them a life that they want to live outside of their jobs, but they're not necessarily like the happiest doing what they're doing. Like they wish they could be doing something else. So they would like to see like their offspring doing what they love, not necessarily doing, doing what they have to do to get by. So I feel like a little bit of sympathy for my parents when they try to push me to do these things I love, and I'm kind of like, oh, stop, I'm fine. Well, it's almost like they're supporting your creativity in a way that maybe they feel like they would have liked to have someone yes. bring that out of them. Yeah. I understand that. And it's a really, it's a nice sentiment. And, like, I think we can both appreciate that. Like, we're adults, and we just, we understand that. Um, but I think just understanding when you're, you're, Child is happy is more important than trying to, like, divine what would make them happy. If they seem like they're just, like, walking around and um, exploring and being curious, which it seems like you always are. You're trying things. I don't think you have to settle on them. Like, you're like, maybe I, I'm interested in tattooing. And then you're like, maybe I'm not. Maybe it doesn't fit into my life. <laughs> I think having someone who is has an imagination as and is curious kind of – denotes that they're happy in some way. I yeah. think if you're absolutely depressed and miserable, is that when you start like trying to find new things to do? Right? It's not necessarily like I'm not sitting here being like, I need to find my passion. I need to, you know, just wake up and just start doing it already. Like, no, I'm, I'm pretty good with my day to day. Like, I don't hate my job. I, I enjoy my job. I enjoy my day to day life. Um, I maybe would like more stability in the future, which is why I'm still thinking about other things. But it's not this thing where I'm just trying to rack my brain and trying to hustle at different yeah like trying to make something out of nothing to me or make something more out of something perfectly fine <laughs> also, right right like i the idea of like make something of this is also um a difficult one for me to swallow like something for its own sake like i don't know i've tried many things i've tried making Wallets. I, I not tried. I did make wallets. Yeah, yeah. You made I pretty made awesome wallets. wallets. I tried. I made jewelry. I um. I can draw. I I have a lot of things that I'm good at. I am a good decorator. I'm not trying to be an interior decorator to the stars. Um, and because I'm not trying to be an interior decorator to the stars, and I just enjoy home decoration or home uh, improvement. Also, um, that that isn't me doing nothing. I'm just not doing it on a larger scale. And that doesn't completely nullify the benefits you get from it. 
Yeah. Um, the amount of de-stressing and happiness and just calm that I get from cooking. You don't have to give me a fucking red cent. I should pay somebody for what I get from that. <laughs> Literally. There should be somebody that is take, like garnishing my wages for how <laughs> awesome I feel when I just like chop vegetables and like listen to a podcast. Um, not my own. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I mean, I also I've noticed. Um, so there's this younger person I'm related to who, you know, I follow on Facebook and I remember they posted once. So mysterious. Um, I just don't want to call anyone out that might be listening to this. But um, it's definitely a cousin. <laughs> they're they're in college. Yeah. Um, and they finally figured out like what they wanted to major in. And they're like so excited to share with the world. They share on Facebook like, oh, I finally figured out what I want to major in. It's this. I think it was like linguistics or something. I, I don't remember. It was like honestly a few years ago. But it was something like that. Um or something sciencey, And I remember the first few comments were from other members of family. They're like, you know, older aunts, uncles, stuff like that. The first comments were just, uh, oh, so uh, what are you going to do with that? And I feel like so it's either I got to find my passion and monetize it or like this this person that found their passion. And now you just instead of being like, wow, congrats, whatever. The first comments are, um, so how are you going to make this into a living? So I felt compelled to comment and be like, hey, let me. You're you're in college. Don't worry about it. Like, just do what you want, and things will like somehow. I hate hearing this, but things will fall into place if you just like follow what you like to do and just don't uh, freak out about it. Don't force and anything. Keep a really good. Absolutely. You know, fucking God bless you for writing. You that. I just to. I was gonna go into, and I'm like, no. You know what? I would have wanted a comment like that at at that age. I would have wanted a comment like that. I think that's a wonderful thing to like pay forward because here you are you're fine <laughs> like you're not some it. derelict like selling your body on the street for fucking kfc like you are fine like if I you have fine. something you like like go for it like if you know you want to do it go for it but don't like i i hate the outward pressure yeah you know Ugh. and also like when you were saying oh don't give up this idea that like i don't like we don't feel capable i'm I kill everything I start doing. Oh, yeah. Like, I fucking kill it. And actually, that is part of, like, I get bored, you know? I don't want to continue to, like, drudge on and dedicate myself to something that I've already lost interest in. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, like, it's not this idea of not wanting to finish it or, like, underachieving. Like, every job I get, at some point, I fucking master. Like, I'm usually my workplace's favorite, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm I'm good at, at jobs. I'm a very capable person. I'm like, I'm a quick study. Um, I just am not necessarily someone who I think wants to do the same thing for a really extended period of time. Um, I get bored. I want to move on. I want to try new things. And um, that might not be you, whoever you are out there, but like there are many ways that your brain can work. And just, I would say, just make sure that you are able to take care of yourself. I don't think this idea of larger success has to matter to you yeah. necessarily. But if if something that is really important to you is maybe, I don't know, having larger comforts, listen to that voice too. If you know that the amount of happiness that would give you would justify some kind of job that maybe wasn't your favorite, then just know that about yourself. Yeah. I know if I was working a job that made me miserable, there'd be no happiness after that job. Because the hours that I wasn't working there, 
um, would just be consumed with the misery. So like there would just be no it would just nothing. be another grind. Once you do your checks and balances, there's nothing left. You yeah. Know? And I know that. I just I think go inside. Don't listen too much to outside. Just just try to figure out. This sounds very like <laughs> kumbaya, <laughs> but like I promise you, I mean it in the most like ser- like get the yeah. fuck outy kind of like just try to really figure out what you've always wanted. It's not always going to sound a lot like what you're always being told, but at some point you knew what you wanted in life. Yeah. Maybe you were eight, but you knew what you wanted. I had a conversation with like a a friend of my sister's at a bar and um, he was sort of saying that he always wanted to play baseball and he was in advertising. We were kind of having this existential conversation about did you end up where you're supposed to be? And I'm like, well, when a kid wants to be a baseball player... What do they, they don't, what do they know about being a baseball player? Yeah. Not much, right? I feel like what is appealing to them is competing at the highest level of at something and really being disciplined, committed, and having some like kind of visible reward for that. Do you think you get that in advertising? He was like, you know what? I think I do. And I'm like, well, wow. <laughs> I mean, I was fucking. A thousand sheets to the wind. So it was, <laughs> it was one of my uh, idiot savant moments. But I'm like that. I think that could apply to a lot of people. If yeah. You took your like my brother said he wanted to be a garbage man <laughs> when he was a kid, but I think he just liked the fact that here's this dude just smiling on the back of a fucking garbage truck, just chilling, you know? Yeah. And just stress. Shit, man. <laughs> he saw this dude and he was like, that guy looks like it has, he has it figured out. He doesn't know what a garbage man does or what he makes. Actually, they make a decent amount of sanitation people, I mean, right? you work ended up working for like either the town or the state. I mean, you get the benefits from that, right? Yeah, yeah. Might be a little bit weird hours, but. I should get into that. <laughs> we should be garbage well, ladies. outfits, though. So. Yeah, mm, I mean. Self-knowledge. I do like the option to be cute. If yeah. It tickles me. Um, <laughs> if there's one thing I would say about the hustle and the grind. It's that uh don't 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 feel like you have to do it. I mean, I feel like it's be, it's what is being pushed on us in this day and age with social media and stuff like that. And also, I mean, isn't that capitalism? Like you people want you to enjoy your work and they want you to like work yourself to the bone and like enjoy it. I mean, so take everything with a grain of salt, but I mean, if you find something you're interested in, and you really, really want it, and you see a path there, like, go for it. Do mm-hmm. the hustle thing. Do the grind thing. But if you don't have a direction right now, like, don't ch- chill. Chill yeah. about it. Like, do you ever just think about, like, the, oh, my God, there's just so much noise. It's, it's insane. As soon that as was it gets very sunny, bad imitation like of everything. A, of an ambulance. Ooh. We don't need one. We can hear it loud and clear. Um <laughs> But yeah, I I sometimes just feel like the the notion of getting somewhere could really hinder like the time between, right? So like maybe oh, yeah. if you're 50 and you're where you're supposed to be, where you think you're supposed to be, where everyone's told you you're supposed to be, then it's great. I mean, you're there, right? I mean, that that's good. But, like, if you maybe accounted that against all the hours you spent doing what you didn't want to do. Right. Does that work out in your mind? That's what I always used to think about, Um, like, people who work out a lot. Because <laughs> one of the, um, one of the uh, benefits of working out a lot is that you live longer. But in my brain when I was younger, I'd always think, like, but you're spending all this time working out, so... 
Like, are you really getting time? Like, I would think that in my fucking brain. Oh, my God. You're so right. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, it, it makes sense to me now. It's like, well, you live longer. It's like you see more of time. But, like, I mean, yeah, you do have to think about it that way where it's like you should – as Major Lazer would say, it's all about the journey. Well, not Major Lazer <laughs> gotta, now. Got to enjoy the journey. Um, yeah, you hear that old adage. It's like, it's the journey, not the destination. But I'm like, yeah, I mean, the freaking journey is life, right? I, I mm-hmm. just feel like when you get to the end point, that's when shit's over. So like you just being like, well, I'm, it's like, it's almost like, I don't know. Well, there's, there's, I, I don't want to get too freaking meta, but like climbing a mountain. Oh, I'm gonna. Right? If all you're focused on the whole time is the peak and you don't see any foliage and you don't fucking, I don't know, sit on a rock and be like, holy shit, this water's cold Enjoy the view every once in a while. Then you get up there and you're like, well, here I am. Yeah. (laughs) You know? I mean, I feel like this whole obsession with hustle and grinding, it's like, it has to do with where everyone, what everyone thinks that they should be doing with their life or where, not what, but like where they should be in life. Like, I feel like it's very common to think that like, or see someone on social media and be like, well, why am I not? In that space, should I be as productive as this person? And this comparison of like where you should be in life versus yeah. where you are, where you're going, I, I don't think it's healthy. From people like near and dear to me, just like kind of the comparison, like oh, they, I should be where this person is by this age. I yeah. thought I'd be here, and it really makes me sad. And I don't have that, and so I feel like I feel upset that they can't see that maybe. I think the purest form of like what you wanted is like when you're a child. And I don't think when you're a child, you wouldn't be so stoked about what you have right now. Like most people. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you're like living under a bus, maybe not. Like, does anyone live under a bus? I I meant (laughs) under a bridge maybe. But like most people when they were younger, they probably wanted like a girlfriend and like, you know, to have friends and have a good time and like, I don't know. I just think it gets all kind of contorted and, like, you have these very external ideas of what you should want. Right. you don't actually have anything to do with, like, your core person. Um, I think if you reconnected with that, you'd realize that you probably have it pretty much exactly how you wanted to have it at a certain age. And I would say to the parents who are like, what are you going to do with that major? We should start saying when they start talking about college, what am I going to do with that college? Like – they have no problems telling us all day long that we should go to college. Funnel of scenes of with college. With no plans and no idea where, like, what we're going to do next there. But as soon as, like, we can't figure out a major or, like, we graduate and we don't know what we're going to do with our major, like, then it becomes, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's like, well, maybe we should have just not hyper-focused on this college thing. Yeah, I mean. tried to speak to our This strengths. whole funnel of, like, right from high school, you're just, like, at least I feel like it was like that for my high school experience. Everyone was just kind of funneled into college. That I knew a lot of people who were doing exploratory programs, which is basically paying, like, $20,000 a year to figure out what you want to do. And it's, like, mm-hmm. that could be beneficial to some people, I guess. But, I mean, if you don't know what you want to do, I feel like. You don't need to go to college at 19 or 20 if you don't know what you want to do. I think there's nothing wrong with taking, like, some years off and then maybe deciding what you want to do. And if college is the path that you need to do that to go at a later time, this whole funneling 18-year-olds into college. And even before – you're thinking about it, I guess, at 17 because you have to apply, like, a year in advance. I was thinking about it, like, 12. (laughs) 12. Mm -hmm. Well, that's different. Um. With, like, the British system, which I was in for a while, like, you have to think about it pretty early. And, I mean, I want to obviously mention that I'm very lucky to even be, like, considering higher education. Not everybody has that um, luxury. Um, 
But I wish it was more considering and less like a given. I'm not going to say that my parents were aggressive. It was just, it was a given in my like social construct. And like, it was a given in like the schools I went to. Like, I, I don't think anyone I grew up with didn't go to college. You know, we were just going to go to college. Yeah. Um, And I think if I had just graduated, worked, figured out what I was, who I was without someone else supporting me, I would have very naturally realized that I was not, I didn't belong in college. And I would have saved a lot of people money and time (laughs) and resources. And I am not at all um, angry at them. I'm more just like, oh, my God, why did we waste the the three years that I was there? That money could have been better spent, frankly. You know, I I could have told you after a year in the workforce that there was no reason for me to ever go to college. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I 100% regret college. Like, I had a really good time in my classes. I enjoyed them. I met, you know, one of my best friends there. I um, had so much fun. But yeah. It was, like, the most expensive starter apartment <laughs> I ever stayed in. You know what I, I mean? I mean, it was a lot of money to, like, do all those things. But, I mean, yeah, I don't necessarily regret it. But thinking about it in a logical way, I'm just kind of like, oh, come on. <laughs> I had some guilt about it for a long time. I, I wouldn't say that I regretted the experience. It was great for me. I just could have had the same experience getting like, you know, a five-person roommate house situation and just like figuring my shit out and how to support myself and like what I want to do. And like I could have done that without spending thousands and thousands of dollars, yeah. you know. Um, so we all fucked up there, not just, <laughs> you know, our bad collectively. Um, but Sorry. yeah, I think maybe – Maybe going forward, at least in my life and with the people I know, I want to, like, put that into the conversation. Like, this does not have to be just a given because – and I think a lot of us have this feeling of, like, not everyone can go to college. So if you mm-hmm. can, you should just want to do that. But resources are resources. Money is money and no one should waste it. And time is time. Like, mm-hmm. no one should waste time either. So if this is not for you, it's it's best to just speak up and nip it in the bud. Oh, Yeah. No, I mean, if there ever comes a day when I have kids and they want to go to college, I mean, I'm going to ask them what they want to do with the college. I'm going to be like, well, what do you want to major in? Like, tell me a little bit about it. Because if you want to, if you don't know what you want to do, I'm just going to say maybe think about it a little fucking longer. I'm going to need a whole PowerPoint like, <laughs> yeah. kind of presentation. If you want to be a doctor, yeah, you got to go to college for that. If you want to be a bartender, you don't need to go to college for that. You want to take some, like, fun classes on the side while no you're doing something? No matter what Craigslist cool. tries to say, you ain't no school now. <laughs> don't go to bartending No, school, you got to fucking bar back. <laughs> Get fuck, there's, don't go to bartending Get the school. fuck out of here. Don't try to, like, give you freaking $100. To, no. You got to bar back. You got to eat shit. That's what you got to do. I never bartender. went to bartending school. And look at me now. Or you got to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be pretty. Yeah. Yeah, let's get the fuck out. Let's get the fuck out. I think we're I think we're done here. I think yeah. we've, we've exhausted this. I'm exhausted. Um, I'm gonna make you go first because I just realized I don't know what I want to say. So you go first. You don't know what you get the fuck out moment. I is? think I know. I just you go first. Why, right, why are you right, coming right. at me? I don't come right. at you. All right, my get the fuck out moment is Birchbox. Okay, there I said it. It's Birchbox. <laughs> um, I it's kind of in the rearview mirror at this point, but I had Birchbox for I want to say six months. It's a $10 a month subscription to a beauty website. They just send you a box of like, they're kind of curated samples. You fill out this, um, it's online, so you just fill out this description of like what you want from it. And you write your ethnicity and um, whether you want hair care more or like makeup or um, fragrance. And 
So I filled this. It was pretty uh, in-depth, which I appreciated. It's like, well, are you and, – and the ethnicities were actually, like, uh, more involved. It wasn't just, like, are you black, are you white? Because, like, I'm black and Armenian, so I'm like, there was kind of, like, a multiracial sort of thing. And I was like, this is going to be great. They're going to give me, like, great catered um, – Catered items. And because I have my things with being um, biracial, being black and Armenian, as much as they were trying in the – questionnaire to be very inclusive. I was like, I don't think that there's any way they could possibly know what black Armenian hair needs. So I made it a point to be like, I don't want hair products. Yeah. And tell me how they sent me two to three out of six hair products in every single box. Oh, yeah. These birches sent me (laughs) sea salt spray. Okay, I'm biracial no black girl is spraying any kind of sea salt in her hair on the fucking fly on the train. Well, don't you want beachy waves? Beachy waves. That's what's <laughs> going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen to my chemically straightened hair if I spray sea salt on it. It's beachy waves. <laughs> I felt irritated. I mean, honestly, if they had just been like, hey, you know, we're this super cute, like, you know, Brooklyn-based company and we just want to give you samples and they sent me a few of these things, I wouldn't have been annoyed. I would have been like, fine, you're like spreading a wide net. Don't make me fill out this elaborate thing and send me dry shampoo and sea salt. You were always it's trying to give ridiculous. me those hair products. that You would get a lot of them. Like, I was throwing them all to you. Yeah. All I wanted was like, you know, a sample size freaking lipstick. And they just kept giving me all kinds of freaking curl activators. What curls? <laughs> what curls? My hair isn't curls. It's like some kind of mixture of frizz and like. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's not like there's no activating of curls. Like, relax. It was every single box. I lost my mind. I got rid of it. The only reason this is my like get the fuck out moment this week is because the amount of the volume of beggy, thirsty emails I'm getting from them to like get them back (laughs) is driving me fucking to distraction. If at some point you want to be our sponsor, Birchbox, I will retract the statement (laughs) so fast. I will hawk you on their internet harder than the Real Housewives hawk diff eyewear and fucking adult fab fit fun yeah but just for now get the fuck out of here yes i remember my get the fuck out moment now so i feel like you and all my friends know about me and how i don't like movies this is a very this is a very unpopular taste that i have i'm very well aware of it i don't enjoy movies yes i'm not an alien i have seen movies There are movies I will watch. I'll watch Harry Potter. I'll watch like Studio Ghibli stuff. But overall, what was that thing you said? Studio Ghibli. It's like anime, like uh, Princess Mononoke and Spirited Away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll watch shit like that. I I enjoy it. Uh, Spirited Away is one of my favorite movies, but it's a bit too long, and that's generally what I feel about every single movie I watch. It's a bit too long. Overall, I feel like it's just too long for one thing of anything. I don't enjoy movies. And whenever I tell people this, which happens a lot at my bar, because a lot of times my customers will be like, oh, have you seen this movie? Because that's a common thing to say to people. I'm not shitting on them for that. Like, generally people like movies. So if you're going to ask me if I saw a movie, I get it. So By I always- the way, have you seen Get Out? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, yeah. So, I mean, this happened to me recently. We're at my bar. Someone tried to start a conversation with me about movies. So very funnily, I was like, hey, I don't like movies. And I know it's going to be a thing. They're like, oh, what the fuck? But there's always someone in the group who's just like, but have you seen this movie? Have you seen this movie? Have you seen this movie? And I have to explain I'm not an alien. And then they have to always end it with, well, I'm going to give you 
a couple movie movie recommendations. And I know that you just told me you don't like movies, but you need to watch these. You'll love them. I swear. To the point where, like, I have to say, dude, I'm not going to watch these. I'm never going to watch these. And everyone needs to just stop giving me movie recommendations and thinking that, like, I just haven't seen the right ones. It's just about this movie. I I just... I don't like them. Everyone leave me alone. It's not funny after the seventh time I have to tell you. It's like it's like if I came up to you and I was like, hey, do you like skiing? And you're like, no. And I'm like, well, have you tried this slope? Have you tried that? Have you tried snow? Have you tried snowboarding? Are you sure? And you just I wouldn't shut up about it. You'd be like, shut up, I don't like skiing. That's how I feel. That is how you should feel. <laughs> so get the fuck out. It's not about the movie, right? I feel like for you, no. it seems like it's about the commitment to like this period of time. They're long movies. So it doesn't matter if it's like Citizen Kane or Clueless. And yes, before anyone asks, I will sit there and watch like six episodes of Westworld all they in a row. Ask. I will. I will. It's different. You can I'm not... stop whenever you want. I, I understand. Yes. You know what? I like movies, but I get you. You can stop watching a binge anytime you want. When you yes. get this two and a half hour mechanism going it it feels like you have to stay on it right like and there's always this lull in every single movie where it's like this could have been cut shorter this didn't have to be 90 minutes this didn't have to be like two hours like i wanted so the season finale of the bachelor they said it was gonna be three hours long and i was like i don't know if i can fucking watch this shit like three hours long it ended up being two episodes split in half so it ended up being 90 minutes each which is still very long for me like the bachelor gives me a bit like but i watch it anyways but yeah just Leave me alone with it's movies. It's so stupid, though, that you can just turn that shit off. I mean, oh, I yeah. I feel like a movie you would like would make you more nervous to, like, watch it if it was three hours. Because you get finish stuck it. with it. Yeah. I gotta finish with it. With The Bachelor, like, literally, I could stop during the rose ceremony for how much I give a fuck. I can just know? fast forward toward the end and see who's going home and then be still satisfied. I feel you. Get the fuck out. Anyway. Fuck that. Leave Kate alone. Leave her alone. Just um, want to watch your movie. Okay, guys. Like, comment, subscribe. Tell your mom. And, you know, we're on Twitter. That's uh, at Listen to Metaphys. And, you know, email us if you have any comments or suggestions of stuff you want to talk to us about. I know that we chose this topic today because people were sending this to us on social media, articles about hustling and stuff. So that's why we talked about it today. Yeah. So if you have anything you want to hear us discuss, send it to us on social media. Thanks. And thanks for the music that's about to come up. Bye. Bye. Any tears you have in the water? I have nothing. Oh, that's bad luck.